0: Spill the tea. I'm entering life
1: 2.0. One day at a time, one snack at a time. You're
0: not battle with your body. Your body wants you to be healthy.
1: You can stick <laughs> it. You can. Thanks for joining me today. I'm super excited about our next guest, Joni Welts. She is has been super successful doing the program. She's three programs in 50 pounds down. She's in her mid-50s. She's mom to now adult kids, uh, grandma extraordinaire, and a contributing writer for the Body Bliss 2 book. I'm excited because she has quite the story. Uh, over 200 pounds at the age of 10, started Weight Watchers way too early, uh, got to a point where she's weighing herself 100 times a day on the scale. I know this conversation, one, is going to be so important, but it's going to resonate with so many. Uh, let's get right to it. Woo! Hello! Uh, on the intro, they were talking about making yourself a priority. I just, I don't even know. First of all,
0: welcome. Hi, how are you? Good. I am, like, freaking out. Meeting you is like meeting Bob Seger or Dolly Parton. I'm like, oh my god, it's Gina! Oh.
1: Oh my goodness. Uh, First of all, you're too kind. I cannot, I am not worthy. I'm not worthy. I, you know, so first of all, I have to tell you, uh, Kim, the manager of our weight loss group, who books our guests, she came to us with after her conversation with you. And she was like, I was in tears like three times. Like talking to you was so resonating for her. The story of, you know, dealing with your weight, your entire life, like just really feeling for everything that you've been through, obviously so excited with where you're at now. Um, such a huge, um, but also, unfortunately, very typical conversation uh, in terms of, you know, starting Weight Watchers at such a young age. And so this could be a big conversation today. I don't even I, where would you like to start? Where Where do you think is an important kind of way into this very huge conversation?
0: I, I'm thinking likely back to that age of 10, because that's kind of is where it all started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that was, I was way too young, didn't know that. And so many belief systems came into play at that time. And it it truly changed the trajectory of my life. And yeah. so I've really spent, you know, I spent 46 years battling, I think, because that was that starting point was far too young.
1: Yeah. And what would you say to people listening now, you know, that, that it, we lost is so easy, just eat less, exercise more, count calories. You're good.
0: Like, <laughs> I just get so angry when I hear that. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, seriously? Oh my gosh. It is so much more than that. It like, and I love your program because you address like, it is such a mental game. That is like, no one has ever really touched on that before in all the zillion programs I've done and the many Weight Watcher meetings I sat through. Nobody, it was always about that number on the scale. Oh no, you're up. Oh goody, you're down. It wasn't like, but how are you feeling that you're up or, you know, or it's like, or why? Like, I know now why. Yeah. So you did uh, the fall group, 2022,
1: 27 pounds down, crushed it. Uh, The same with the winter, 2023, 13 pounds down. You're in the current program, down 10 pounds. So you've recently been introduced to Dr. Beverly. I'm sure that you've uh, taken the time and had the opportunity what uh, dr. Beverly for those of you who may not be familiar uh, newly added guest uh, guest expert she's a psychologist and she's added I think a missing element to the program that I've been searching for for years talking about issues and associations and habits and triggers and past traumas and all of it which I think the program does you know it does wonders for bringing awareness to those types of things but not necessarily you know the tools to kind of navigate through and get to the other side so what what has that been like uh it, i would imagine lots of aha moments
0: so uh so far i've listened to her segments three times each uh, yeah, because I, I, I keep I'm making notes i'm like oh my goodness really like yeah. it's so incredible it's oh i i'm just so grateful for you bringing her on and for her knowledge and and i just she's just so like lovable too like it's that oh I just like oh wow I gotta listen to her again that was so great
1: yeah well, you know, I want to get into talking about weighing yourself, you know, a uh, hundred times at the scale, because people can have a love-hate relationship with that scale, for sure. Mostly hate relationship with that scale. You know, obviously also with your, you know, your, your sense of self and your mind-body connection, your rela- relationship with yourself, but also food. Like we, you know, we're sort of discovering more and more people are sort of like food is the enemy to a lot of people. And so obviously, you know, there's probably ways you use food to comfort and food for so many other things. What's your relationship with with food. how was your relationship in the past and sort of what's the difference after going through the program now?
0: So as a child, food was my absolute best friend, my comfort. Um, my mom uh, had manic depressive disorder. they Now they call it bipolar. And she just really struggled with life. So I was the youngest of four and that it was hard for her. And often she would just be like, you know what? You just need to get out of here. And she would hand me the jar of peanut butter and a spoon. And like to this day, that's my trigger. If something goes wrong, it's like, oh my God, I need the peanut butter now. It just became my comfort, my everything. And like since the program, it's like, no, like food is, I, I love food, it's great, but I no longer use it with my emotions. I used to eat when I was happy, eat when I was sad, all over the map. And now it's like, no, I'm nourishing my body. It's just, we have to eat. And we may as well enjoy what we're eating. I don't feel deprived on this program. It's like, just incredible. So what was the middle part to that?
1: So as a child, you love food, it meant love, it meant all of those things and comfort. And then now you're, you know, you're recognizing that you need food. You obviously, you know, you use it because you need it to survive. What about the middle part of it, especially while you're trying to lose weight? What were your views of food then?
0: I had not a healthy relationship for a very, for most of my life, to be very honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I started seeing a counselor about age 16 and we touched on it a little bit. But they never really, it, it didn't go deep enough, and and I wasn't yeah. ready to go deep enough. Um, of course, and right? As an adult now, it's like, you know, wow! Like, didn't somebody see that? Like, I, yeah. I went to I went to a psychiatrist at one point, and he said, "You know what, honey? You worry too much about your weight." He gave me a ten dollar bill and told me to go to the Dairy Queen around the corner. <laughs> I'm like, what? what just happened? <laughs> okay. So yeah. I just, yeah, now it's like, I look back and go, what? But yeah, I used it to cope. I used it to cope through some very traumatic things as a teenager, as a new mom, as uh anything that came up, it was, just, food was still my go-to and honestly, the worse it was for me, the more I ate it was almost like I was sabotaging myself that whole time. Like, oh yeah, chips, they're terrible for me. Okay, I think I'll eat a bag. Yeah, it's such a, it's such a
1: complicated relationship when you use food to, to cope, to soothe, to, you know, for whatever you're using it to, and then you're trying also not to eat it while you're trying to lose weight. I mean, that's really, isn't that why weight loss for a lot of people is very complicated. It's not just as simple as eat less and exercise more because it, it, because of our associations with it, you know, um, how did you get, can you summarize how you got to a place where you're feeling more reconciled with that?
0: So I had a really bad car accident in 2006 and I was in a hospital bed for months and my chiropractor said to me, Joni, I don't know how to say this, but your weight is going up and I see your um, emotions going down. There's, I I met someone who's willing to come to your home because I had a broken pelvis. I couldn't get out of my bed. Um, And I think that you need to talk to her. And I thought, Well, what have I, okay, what have I got to lose? I'm in a hospital bed, right? Sure. So she opened an entire new world for me. She was different than anyone I had ever met that I'd ever worked with. She taught me so much about self-care, about meditation and, and like energy work and all these tools, like I have this huge toolbox now of tools that, so, you know, when something goes wrong, I can go, well, you know what? I could use my, I love tapping, emotional freedom technique, tapping. I could tap on that. Or I could, you know, I just grab my toolbox and go, oh, I could try this. I could try this. So we worked together for a few years and just, it was absolutely life-changing, incredible. And I started to go, wow, I am worthy. I am worthy of the time to take care of myself, and that was so powerful because up till then I didn't feel like I was. And it's just you got to love the skin you're in, no matter what you weigh. If you if you're out there and you're weighing three hundred and fifty pounds, so what? You're beautiful. You're so worthy. If you're one hundred and twenty, woohoo! Love yourself there too. It, it's it's so. I finally realized that I deserve to fulfill my dreams to be, you know, to be joyful. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, no doubt that's part of the reason why you were writing, contributing with this book, Body Bliss Two. It's a compilation of stories from the heart about self-love and being comfortable in your own skin. So you, did, you must have did you did you just think the program was a perfect match? Yes, totally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was like okay, just keep coming at me like. I have this thing I'm a really big about having the attitude of gratitude and I mean mm. in all things. And I truly yeah. believe that if you have that attitude, you're going to keep getting more things to be grateful for. And they're just like flying at me. It's like I'm on a podcast with Gina. Like hello. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> right? And and I I wrote yeah, I co-authored a book. Like what? Like yeah. it's you know this it's just coming at me fast and furious and before I, I would have been like, Oh yeah. Like, well, yeah, I guess that's good. Now it's like, bring it
1: on. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for you. Where are you in your weight loss journey? So you're down 50 pounds. What's your plan? Are you, are you getting close to goal? Have you reached your
0: goal in maintenance? You got a ways to go. Where are you at? I would like to lose about 40 more pounds. Um, okay. I'm totally in it to win it. Like whenever it happens, I've already signed up for the next group and okay. Um, In the past, I did a really, really fast weight loss. I lost 160 pounds in in about a year and my body shut down like it was way too fast. And I ended up having a hysterectomy because of it. It affected my my mental health. And it's really when I started having a very unhealthy relationship with the scale. And I was on that scale, like honestly, at least a hundred times a day, I would have a drink of water. (gasps) I better weigh myself. Oh, I better, I'm going to eat my lunch. (gasps) I better weigh myself. Oh, I went for a walk. Now I bet you I'm down. Oh, I better weigh myself. And it wasn't until I started your program. I just thought this has to change Joni. And you did a talk on like, it's just a tool. Like it's just, you know, and I decided to put my trust in you and in me. And I started stepping on that scale every day. And honestly, when, it, when I was first doing it, I was shaking like a leaf. It was like, yeah, or I'd be like, oh, I can't look. Okay, I'm on it, but I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look at the number. Because I was so afraid of going back there. It, it has not. It, it's been so healthy. It is one of my most favorite non-scale victories is I love that little piece of metal. It tells me okay, Joni, you know what, you had some salty stuff yesterday, and you're up a bit. And, or you're detoxing yeah. or you're, you know, it's, I'm so, so grateful to have that relationship with the scale.
1: As you know, I believe it's a, a tool and not a measure of success. But you know, I when I when I heard about this, I, it really, it, it shook me a little bit, because, you know, I know the importance of, you know, having those, like, bringing up your issues and associations so you can be aware of them. You can work through them, but it's given me a lot more respect for really the extent at which some people are really, truly struggling with that scale. Like I I kind of reflected back on maybe being a little flippant about that. Use it. Don't use it. I definitely don't want people to feel tortured by getting on it once a week because that doesn't tell you anything, but this was a big aha moment for me when I heard this and I said, you know, like it was like, Whoa, like some people are dealing with some, some real deep issues when it comes to the scale, the fact that you've been able to overcome getting on the scale 100 times a day to having a good relationship of it, like, man, that's amazing.
0: It, 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 I'm just so, so grateful. It, it, it's just it's hard to describe. It's really hard to put into words. So what's your advice
1: for people who are nervous to get on it? Because we we deal with this at the beginning of each new group. People just, they're terrified. They don't want to get on the scale. It's They feel it is defining of their worth. You know, they're just going to, they're going to get on it. They're going to be bummed. It's going to ruin the whole day. Like what, what is your advice? What is your
0: advice? Honestly, just first of all, trust, trust yourself and trust the program. You have been doing this for so long. You have helped so many people that I think they just have to have the faith and just, okay, just step on it. And, you know, it's, it's not the enemy. It's when I first started stepping on it, I was actually doing affirmations as I was doing it. I am strong. I am, I am healthy. The number on the scale does not define my worth. And I just kept repeating those over and over on, as I was stepping on that scale to, to go, Hey, like, this like look at it as as a friend, not, not the enemy. It's like, okay, this is such an incredible tool that we have. And I've honestly, now I, I visualize it like it's just in my toolbox with all my other coping skills. Now it's just, okay. Oh, pull out the scale. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, here I am today. I'm down two or I'm up one or it's, it's okay. And I don't freak. It's just like, just, believe, believe in yourself and know that you're worthy. And what that number means nothing to do with your worth zero.
1: I love that. And what would you say with people who view food as the enemy, afraid to eat fruit, afraid to eat nuts, afraid to eat fat? Like, how do you get to a good place with that?
0: For me, it's just, I look at my body like a temple, like we are Mm. given this, this vessel and in order for this vessel to work properly and to do what we want it to do, we have to have food and we have to have water and we need variety too. So, you know, you, you don't look at fruit like the enemy. It's like fruit is a, a natural, it's, it's, you know, comes from a plant. It's like, Oh, okay. Well, that's going to nourish this vessel of mine. I am going to be healthier because I'm eating this. And and same with fats Like, one of the happiest moments for me was when I read your book the first time. And I'm like, we can have nuts. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like a nut snack? Like those are 5,000 calories. You know, <laughs> if that's all, you know, with Weight Watchers, I would have never eaten a nut because it would have been all my points for the day likely. And so, you know, now it's like, you do not ever see me without my little nut snack in my purse. And I like, okay, is it uh, that time yet? Because I need it.
1: I love it. You know, not only do people, um, you know, it's a very common thread with people to have issues when getting on the scale, but also your Weight Watchers story. And I'm not out to bash, bash Weight Watchers, but if I had a dime for every person who said they started Weight Watchers at 12 and were successful, but then gained it all back. And it just sort of what that did to them mentally. You, 200 pounds, 10 years old, your parents put you in a cab and sent you to your first WW meeting. Like, would you like... Ugh.
0: Yeah, unbelievable. the The only golden thing about that was I met. Um, I used to live in Kitchener. I met Betty Thompson. She was like a TV star back in the day, and she was. Okay. She mentored me and sat with me and coached me, and oh. it it really started to to teach me at a very young age. Joni, you're only beautiful when you're thinner, because mm. I got so much of that feedback. Oh, you finally look great. Oh, good. Oh, good. And, and one thing that really came up during those times is when they would weigh, they'd have like an introduction thing and then they'd go through roll call. Okay. Who's lost less than a pound? Who's lost one to two, two to three. And and you'd stand up and then who stayed the same? Well, if you stayed the same, you still got a clap. Okay. So we had been on a holiday, my family and I, and I had gained two pounds. I was away for a week at a cottage, gained two pounds. And they called me up the front. I didn't know what to expect. I I was like, I hadn't seen it before. And I was put, a pig nose was put on me at 10 years old. Yeah, like a pig nose. And everybody, they'd say, okay, now what do we say to Joni?" Oink, oink, oink. And the whole, and I, I think at that moment is a deep shame set into my soul that it took me a long, long time to release that that pain from that I still actually can if I go there it's still it's like okay I think I need a little more work on that yet because that was I think
1: I need a little bit more work. I need work I need to work on
0: yeah like that
1: I'm literally I'm I'm holding back tears of like so sad and then raging at the same fucking time excuse my f-bomb but
0: I just yeah like to do that to a child is just unbelievable it should do it to anyone but uh, yeah I just I'll never forget that moment and I think that was honestly uh, the start of my whole oh, oh gosh like I am I'm ashamed like anytime my weight was up then I was so ashamed of myself
1: and then not to mention you said your nickname was pork chop
0: yeah so the neighbors all called me pork chop and it was actually a neighbor that had suggested to my parents okay She's too big, she's too big for her age. You've gotta do something about her. and but then I got all the accolades and all this wonderful attention, like, "Oh look at, you've lost so much weight. You're, I knew you had a pretty face under there. Oh, this is wonderful. And now I look back and think, "Oh my goodness, what like that was so detrimental to to my heart especially when you were taught from a very young
1: age to use food, to kind of cope, to, uh, oh exactly,
0: exactly. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for
1: you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com
0: slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. What, what would you say to, you know, I get asked by parents all the time, first of all, you know, can they do your program? I'm like, no, my program's for adults. And, you know, I remember there was a time even where my son, he started to, you know, look, at, you know, put on a bit of weight and he's just like, I need to go on a diet. I'm like, no, you do not. You were growing. Yeah. And sure enough, that summer he grew like three feet. He's like way taller than me now. And, but, you know, so, so even my kids have, have kind of experienced, I think, with the, with the common and very, um, in your Face diet dialogue that's happening in the world. You know, you're just a little bit overweight, need to diet. You know, what would you say to parents? Because I get asked all the time about, you know, my child is overweight what would you do? Me personally, I'm like, just you lead by example, you know, maybe make it more convenient for your kids, cut up the fruit, cut up the vegetables, like leave nuts and seeds out on your table. Kids, sometimes it's not that they don't want to eat healthy. They just, they open your fridge and unless it's there in their face, they don't see it. So maybe make it convenient. What would your, what would, you know, I mean, on a whole deeper level, how would you suggest parents even approach, like, how do you, how do you wish First of all, no, I'm going to back it up. Did you, did you even see that you had an issue with your weight? Were you just okay with the way that you were? And so let's talk about that. And then how do you wish it would have been approached?
0: So I absolutely hated myself for as a child, as a teenager, as I'm going to say right up until around the age of 50, where I started having a big revelation, like, oh my God, no, you aren't, you don't love yourself, girl. So I had a very deep self-loathing. And my biggest regret as a parent was always being behind the camera. Like, Oh, I'm not going in the photo. I'll take it of you guys. Cause I'm too fat. I'm, you know, and it's like, you know, I, I, if I could take that back, I just think, Oh man. But you know, you do the best that can you can with what, you know, right. I changed in my parenting. I changed. I always had, healthy food available to my children and, and, you know, tried to, and, and actually, like you say, lead by example, because growing up, we did not eat healthy. Like, uh, you know, my mom struggled to make a meal sometimes. So it was grilled cheese and tomato soup was something that I remember eating all the time. And celery and carrots were when you got company, it wasn't a staple in our home. Like it wasn't something that we kept. So I made it my mission as a parent and now a grandparent. You've got to have that stuff readily available and and not make it like, you know, not make the chips and the sweets and stuff like red light foods that, oh, yeah. that's so evil. They're yeah. just, you know, they're there and, you know, you can have a special occasion. It can be your birthday and you have a piece of cake and it's delicious. But you don't, you know, you don't, you don't need it every day. You don't, you know. But also, like, I think the biggest aha aha moment in one of your talks was choice versus cheat. That was like a a Tuesday instead of rather a cheat day. Yeah, exactly. And that was so like that. I actually cried when I heard that. I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, Joni, you can have like if you're going out with your friends and, you know, you want a brownie, you can have it. That's your choice. No one's going to berate you. No one's going to shame you. And I'm not going to do that to myself anymore. Because it's like, why we I really, you know, you need a healthy relationship with yourself. And then it I think it comes naturally, then to have that healthy relationship with the food and the scale. And it, it's taken a lot of work. I'm not gonna lie, like I have I've been in a lot. I've had a lot of great therapists. I I so recommend it to people. And oftentimes people say to me, well, Joni, I can't afford it. They're too expensive. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know what? But there's good people out there. There's social workers. Maybe you have a clergy you could talk to. There's, there's people out there to talk to if you need that. And our community is so freaking incredible. Like you, you put anything in there and it's like zoom, like, People that you've got people, you know, people saying, Oh, you know, this or that, or, or they'll send you a private message. I know I don't know you, but I read your thing and it really resonated with me. It's just like, what a healthy healing community.
1: I, I think it's one of the things that really sets our program apart. I mean, outside of we're all about, you know, healthy, sustainable, maintainable weight loss, you know, we're affordable, we're accessible. I think there's a lot of things that set us apart. We don't count, we don't weigh, we don't measure. But I think the biggest thing for a lot of people is our amazing community. Just doing it with a group of like-minded people who are just trying to live their best. What What do you think the secret sauce to the Libby Method is?
0: Definitely. Um, well, you're uh, like number one. <laughs> Like, honestly, it blows my mind that I paid $75 and you are willing to go on live all like how many times a week? It's accessible like all the time on the podcast. You, these incredible guests, and then yeah. to share within the community. And then you make new communities. Like, now on Instagram, I have an Instagram friends. And I have, I have Facebook friends and I have Livy loser friends. like, it's, it's incredible. And all for 75 bucks. Like when I think back of the, like, I swear I could buy a house with all the money I spent over the years on other programs. Yeah. And when, when my chosen sister told me about this program, I thought, Oh, here we go again. I'm going to have to ask Brad for a thousand bucks again. <laughs> and it was like, she's like, it's $75 Joni. I'm like, like, are, are you kidding me? It's, yeah. it just is a testament to your heart. And oh, I think yeah. too, because you are so real, so real, like, and we know you care. Yeah. And I love your F-bombs. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, like I could be this, I could be friends with this woman. Like, oh my God, if you would need an F-bomb, you say it. Like there's times where they're really warranted. Just do it.
1: Yeah. You, well, I got to, you know, life is difficult. Uh, life is difficult. I feel like I've been through the ringer, I say in the last month, but it feels like the last year has just been a real season for me for sure. And, you know, I just think we're, we're teaching people to have, have self-love and show up for themselves. And a big part of that is ex- accepting yourself and where you are at. Like, do I want to make improvements in my health and wellness? Yes. In my life and lifestyle? Yes. In my business? Yes. Do I want to be a better mom? Yes. A better partner? Yes. But I also have to really accept myself and meet myself where I'm at and love myself right here right now you know and that's not an easy thing to do our best lives are not over here our best lives are right here right now if we woke up and we're alive today we're living our best fucking life you know yeah. and swearing is just I don't know it's just I I try to not do it and when I don't do it I don't feel like myself and yeah. so what's that honest people swear like I'll I'll tell you how it is I'm one of those honest people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's, that's um, obviously huge, hugely successful with the program. What was the, what was the hardest thing about the program for you?
0: Round two, mental game, downsizing mm-hmm. that food and leaving that food on my plate brought it, it still brought up the feels in round three, too. It was like, wow, that was a huge, it, it's tough. It,
1: Was it a food waste issue, a food scarcity issue or a fear of hunger issue or something completely different?
0: I'm going to say scarcity and fear of hunger. I mm. still have that little bit like, <gasps> well, if I don't eat it all now, what, like I might be hungry in a half an hour and, and then what will I do? Yeah. And, and it's that is very deeply ingrained in me. And I think I'm going to need a few more rounds and a little more therapy on that one.
1: Well, I'm just thinking just now, not that I'm a therapist, but you kind of that how you were brought up in that sense of feeding your feelings, right? Feeling your thoughts, feeling your emotions, feeling anything with food, feeling that lack of your mother being there or the lack of whatever. And then when you don't have that, it could be that lack of whatever fills that space, you know, yes. where it's it's almost like when you when you're dealing with something and now you're in the quiet and the quiet makes you nervous because, you're not thinking or feeling and you finally, now you're dealing with that. You know, I, I love that. I mean, obviously you have a huge history, a complicated history when it comes to food. So I, I you know, I'm not surprised by the fact that three groups in, you're still working on that
0: because it, this is what it takes sometimes. Is that? Exactly. Is,
1: man, it's the work that you don't
0: expect. Exactly. And, and I think um, the other favorite thing about is I love the app. And I love the um, d- intentions and the, and I love sharing in the group. I love reading other people's shares and I love sharing in the group because there's such a power in words. It's why I chose to share my story and co-author that book. Like that was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. And I wrote it in journal form. And there was many days that I'd be writing and my journal page was so wet from sobbing that I'd have to mm-hmm. put it away go you know what you're gonna have to come back to that and i overwrote like we were we only had so many words we were allowed to write and i i checked with the lead author the one day i said how many words are we allowed and she's like she told me i was like oh i might double she's like well girl you're gonna have to do some editing (laughs) however that was so healthy and so Mm -hmm. healing you know like if I want to put it out there. Like if anyone ever has the opportunity, like there's going to be a body bliss three. If you've got a story out there, I highly recommend it's one of the best things I've ever done in my life that, and if, that. and if you don't want to do that journal, the heck out of your, out of it and journal it however way you want. Like I love that Tanya said she did the private Instagram thing. And yes. So I started that too. So not only am I writing in my gratitude journal every night and, and my regular journal, I added that too. And it's, I'm just having a hoot with it. It, Like I'll take, I'll take a picture today and I'll be like, Oh yeah. Spill the tea with Gina. Like. Yeah, and- I love that. For context
1: for people who aren't listening, uh, Tanya has been a previous spill the tea guest and she talked about uh, rather than a pen and paper that you journal by setting up an Instagram account that's just for you. And you you know you video record yourself, you take your own photos, but yours is not just for you. You you share quite a bit out there for our Livy loser community. Your Instagram handle Livy loser Joni no baloney. Um <laughs> what's been what what, <laughs> what what has it been like? Uh, sharing your, your
0: story? Oh my gosh. So incredible. I've had so many people reach out. That was my dream. I've always been a helper and Mm. I like for a long time in my life, I helped so many people that I lost myself. Now I've found myself and I can still be a helper. Even, you know, it works like both. And it, I've met so many, like, people send me their story and I'll be this like, Oh, wow. Like, it's so it feels so good to know you are not alone, that someone Mm -hmm. else has, you know, even if someone just resonates with a little bit of my story, and they can go, Oh, okay. Oh, that's how she overcame that. Or this is what Oh, okay. It just, it, it just feels like 10 pounds of weight just gone. Just gone.
1: Well, I am so happy that you found us and I am so grateful that you took the time today to share your story with us. As your final words, what are your words of wisdom to our other Libby losers who are working their way through their program? No doubt at at times that struggle bus is sitting outside their house. Like what, what is your, or anyone new to the program, people listening right now, what's, what's your words of wisdom for them?
0: I use a little technique that I call it change the story. So when you're struggling and you're thinking, Oh, I'm God, I'm up again and uh, change the story, change the narrative, go, you know, instead of doing that saying, switch it around and go, wow, this is week nine and I am still here and I am kicking butt. Like this is, you know, so often we, we go to the negative, but just, you know, take that negative thought, you're aware of it. Okay, yeah, there it is. Yep. And then change it, change it to something that is positive, that is, is going to be for your highest good. Right? Like I do that all the time. It's like, Oh, no, that was a nasty thought. Okay, girl. Well, how about this? (laughs) And for me, like, that's, that's journaling, that's affirmations, that's, you know, and I've done a lot of mirror work. That is one of the hardest things that you can do is look in that mirror and have a little chat with yourself. Yeah. It is so healing. So when you're, when you're like ready to hop on that struggle bus and, you know, talk to yourself, journal and reach out. Cause you know what, if you're feeling that, so is someone else. And if, you know, if you don't want to reach out private message, like you can private message me. I'd be happy to chat with you. <laughs> you better
1: watch out. We have like millions of downloads on this podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll well, like I know.
0: <laughs> You know, I just, think, I, I just think it's so, sometimes we just feel so alone in our struggle and oh okay. my God, you are not alone. And you have so much support in this community what, with you, with your team, with each other. We're all here. We all have each other's
1: backs. What a beautiful way to end this conversation. Uh, Joni Welts, I cannot thank you enough. So much gratitude for sharing your deeply personal and just uh, inspiring uh, journey when it comes to weight loss. And um, just your self-confidence and, you know, self-love and just all of it. I just know that there are so many people are going to listen today and it's just going to really hit home and hopefully, uh, inspire so many people. So thank you for taking the time
0: with me. Thank you so much for having me.
1: only from rustolium